GBC Podcasts, local voices on demand. Hello, and thanks for listening to the Gibraltar Today podcast. I'm Jonathan Scott, I present this live news show, and Thursday's edition really hit home just how quickly time flies. Four years have passed since the Island Games in Gibraltar. Our top sports people are now just four months away from the next big competition. We asked the president of the Gibraltar Island Games Association, Linda Alvarez, how ready are we? Our reporter, Kevin Ruiz, talked to us about the latest deliberations by the Development and Planning Commission, an application for a major development at the old Rook site on Queensway. But we start with another significant win for HM Customs in Gibraltar. 55 kilos of cocaine was seized from a bulk carrier. The collector of customs, John Bayas, spoke to us about the operation. I asked him how his team felt about seizing drugs with an estimated street value of more than £3 million. Our officers, um, they are uh, overwhelmed with the result. Um, they do invest a lot of time in, in working in this sort of operations. Um, and many of them result in, in negative results. So when we do have cases, and this year we've had two so far of, of this type, it is very rewarding and all the efforts are, are, are put to good use. So I'm extremely proud of the officers. They, this entails a, a major operation involving land, sea crews and indeed our, our investigation officers so um a lot of planning it, there is a lot of planning it is all very um well um organized like, yeah. and, and, and and planned ahead is this uh, an increasingly common method of smuggling um, uh, putting the cocaine underneath the bulk it, carrier it it is not a new method uh, and it's not uncommon either um it is it is something that perhaps is is not um that common that we detect in Gibraltar mm-hmm. uh, but but this method as with other methods uh, are, are very common right so Gibraltar is a small place with an international frontier uh, to state the obvious it's highly unlikely that the drugs that you seized were going to be offloaded in Gibraltar and distributed from here that is correct and and, and not only that you know these the this sort of quantities of drugs are, are not intended for a market like Gibraltar mm. with, with with its inhabitants um, the competitors themselves would would tell on each other just to um because because there's so much that will be going around right and and as you rightly say we have a, a, a um the border as well which is an added uh, uh filter that would they would have to go to through uh, in any case there are other methods that could be used but there was no intelligence whatsoever that that they were intended for Gibraltar. You say that, that there are procedures in place to curtail this sort of activity that allow um, HM Customs Gibraltar to effectively punch above its weight in fighting drug trafficking. Can you give us an insight into what those procedures are? Well, it all starts with training. Our officers go over to the UK um, and 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 we even train our own trainers. Uh, and this involves uh, conducting searches of commercial shipping and, and, and pleasure craft as well. So, and it's that the quality of those officers that when they return to, to Gibraltar, they put their skills uh, into use. And, and it's not only about methods of searching for these drugs, it's about gathering that intelligence, interviewing uh, the crew on board, uh, and, and, and basis, basically even the, the logistical aspect of going safely on board, um, 
separating the crew members, uh, interviewing them separately, and just making sure that they, none of them are involved. And if they are, then if we do have the, the, the reasonable, reasonable grounds to suspect, then of course there would be a, an arrest sure, happening. But, but, but you did let them go on this occasion. And when we posted the story on Facebook last night uh, on our Facebook page, uh, one of our uh, followers, Miguel, said, uh, hopefully the destruction of the drug is complete and none is lost in the local market channels. The vessel should have been arrested. Can you address those two points, please? Well, in terms of uh, the destruction of drugs, that is also part of the procedure and we have systems in place so that those drugs can be destroyed safely and that, of course, I understand the public consent that none of it goes amiss. That is, that is understandable. But we do have a number of officers that are present there. They witness each other and, and witness the destruction of those drugs. And we do also have independent, uh, officers being there. So we do okay. have an RGP officer and indeed an, an environmental officer to make sure that these drugs are correctly disposed of. Gibraltar today with Jonathan Scott. An application for a major development at the old Rook site on Queensway has been considered by the Development and Planning Commission just today. It was a virtual meeting. It finished not too long ago. It was held via video conference and our reporter Kevin Dries followed proceedings. Kev, great to have you in the studio to tell us uh, about that planning meeting, which as I say just finished minutes ago. I'll tell you what, it's really exciting because it's being described as a major new development and the heritage Trust today uh, drew attention to how important it was to like scrutinize it and um, look at it in great detail because they actually described it as the project would actually create an entirely new quarter for Gibraltar. The project um, occupies the footprint that we colloquially know now as the former Rook site, Zone 2, because of course Zone 1 has been in the news recently. Uh, Zone 1 is currently being occupied by the elderly home. Well, colloquially, we, we, we know them now as the container homes. Zone 2 would take up a footprint of over 19,000 square metres, of which, very importantly, 11,700 of those would be taken up by green areas. As with all developments, there was an element of controversy and an objector um, was quite clear in his mm-hmm. uh, position um, against this project, right? Yes, the developer bigged up the green aspects of the project. They said they went to, with the all the environmental... Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking Credentials for? Credentials yes, or thinking? The, you know, yeah, that, the, the, the way forward, the green way forward that we're all thinking. Um, but of important note, um, a question was asked, how would all that be paid? How would it be maintained? Uh, excessive parking spaces. That's how others described it. 560 parking spaces in excess of what was required for the build, for the size of the build, would be paying towards those leisure uh, areas. And the, um, the, the actual objector had a very interesting comment. The Rook site deserves a new neighbourhood designed for a mix of household incomes, residing with a cohesive variety of mixed-use, mid-rise terraced buildings within a fine-grained network of streets connecting a series of enclosed parks, squares and courtyards in the Mediterranean idiom just as we see in the old town area. Indeed, the whole site should be properly considered as an extension of the old town and designed as such with the same urban form. This design ethos is not only more environmentally friendly, but also more socially equitable. That is pro-social architecture that builds community and the kind of architecture that a self-proclaimed socialist government should be promoting. Not this car-centric luxury housing estate dressed up to appear green and citizen-friendly. This is just a pig with lipstick and should be rejected by the DPC. 
on Radio Gibraltar and on GBC Television. Gibraltar Today with Jonathan Scott. The 2019 Island Games were hosted here in Gibraltar and now we're just four months away from the Games returning but this time they're heading to Guernsey. The week of Games in July will see athletes from 24 islands going head to head. I was joined in the studio by Linda Alvarez, the president of the Gibraltar Island Games Association. I asked her what her highlights were from the Games on the Rock in 2019. Do you know, it was very difficult for me to go and watch many of the sports because there was just so many things going on. Um, really hectic time it, for you. It, no? was, it was he- hectic, but it was great that all the different venues, the way they were all sort of set up, and, and it was just amazing. But I think, for me, one of my highlights was the um, road racing, the cycling road race. Oh, that was fit, good fun. Yeah, yeah it, you know, finished at the top of the rock. And I was standing up there at the top, and I was sort of, like now, I'm even getting emotional just because of that. It. Yeah, because it was just such an amazing thing. Because we had fantastic weather that day, you could see straight across to Africa, and everybody, all the different islands, and the competitors were saying they've never done anything like that before, and and seen, you know, participated in, in um, you know, a, a race that's just that mm. iconic. That's the thing. It's I mean, we we sometimes take it for granted because we will have been up there so many times, but it is a very impressive place with views of Africa and Spain and, and you know, countless ships moving through the Bay of Gibraltar. And what I recall as well is that um, is that that was a well-supported event, so you actually had not just the backdrop, but, but a, a, a brilliant atmosphere. Yeah, I think... From the games, holding the games here, the legacy is not only of the sporting venues, but a couple of sports have really benefited from that as well. I mean, cycling has just taken off, I mean, due to COVID as well, but cycling's really taken off. And so has table tennis that, that was virtually non-existent before the games here. I and mean, now they've got a really young, thriving association now, and it's just brilliant. And um, and and there are athletes and competitors in Gibraltar who are really now beginning to to think about how they taper their performance and and plan their training for the coming weeks so that they hit the sweet spot at the right time. Uh, and um, and just uh, a short uh, while ago, uh, an athlete um, who has her eyes set on these island games, Kim Baglietta, was speaking to our sports reporter uh, Jose Mari Ruiz. The runner has been struggling with injuries over recent years but she really wants to represent Gibraltar one last time. I think um, the fact that it's an island games yeah um, I'd like to try and run for Gibraltar one more time so Hector's obviously pushed me to do as many races as possible in order to get fit for it which is brilliant because I don't really do a lot of speed work outside of racing so this obviously helps me with race pace and stuff and I did Sevilla a couple of weeks ago and that went really well so that was like the qualifying time for the island games so I suppose having that goal of wanting to try and achieve something pushed me to run a lot more consistently this year. Any further steps to take? Um, I suppose I'm going to have to try and do a lot of speed work now. Um, so maybe track sessions, which I've been avoiding because <laughs> I don't particularly enjoy them. Um, so try and get a few of those in just to, to get that sharpness back into the running. And yeah, long runs and just try and be as consistent and stay off injury, which is the most important part. Kim Baglietto speaking to GBC about her desire to take part in these island games. And just hearing her talk there reminds me of how much... Uh, each competitor pours into their um, preparation for this and how much it means to them. Yeah, it's, you know, when you've got to look at Gibraltar's place in sport in the world, um, the Island Games for the sports that can participate is really our level. And 
you know, you can, uh, you know, try to achieve as best as you can to compete in the, um, into the Island Games. And, you know, if you go every two years and, and it's the best you can be. Thanks for listening to those highlights from Gibraltar today. I'm Kelly M. Borge, the show's producer. We're live on Radio Gibraltar Monday to Friday from 1 to 2, getting behind the headlines. And you can catch up here whenever you like. Until next time, have a good one. GBC Podcasts. Local voices on demand.